It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pat, I don't know if you uh, if you saw this Kevin Seifert feature on Brian Flores, but he has essentially invented a new NFL defense. Yes, uh, Kevin, uh, I did. I did uh, read most of it, and uh, Kevin, uh, you know, Kevin, I've always said is the uh, best beat reporter I ever worked with in my life, and that's fifty some years, and uh, because he's got ideas. He's got, uh, he's a tremendous work ethic, very smart guy. And Judd can tell you that uh, after we used to cover games together and we were going to the airport, he would get completely sullen and not talk to anybody and not want to have stop and get anything to eat because he was fretting so much that he might have missed something in his game story or in his coverage. He was like, <laughs> he'd turn into this completely different person that just was depressed, even though he just, when he got home, he said, what was he so depressed about? It's all great, you know, but it was, but anyway, that was a, that was a Seifert special right there, breaking it down and getting Flores to talk to him. And uh, yeah, it is. Uh, they've had a hard time trying to explain it on TV. Don't you think the, the various guys that have been uh, analyzing it? Uh, somebody a couple weeks ago, somebody did a pretty good job on it. I thought, I can't remember which game it was. Not that babbling idiot, Greg Olson, but somebody else did it. But wow. uh, oh, you're out on Greg Olson. Wow. I wish that guy'd take a Valium before he went on the air or smoke a, <laughs> a couple of joints or something. He's their, he's their number one guy. He's their I number know. one guy. I know. Give me a break. You know, give, we don't have to analyze every twitch, for God's sake. Give us a break. A little quiet. Never heard anybody. But anyway, yeah, it was interesting. It was, uh, was it Romo, maybe? I don't know. 
we were in Romo about three weeks ago talking about how they're doing different stuff. And, uh, and uh, you know, Romo's, uh, he can go crazy too. And I don't think he works as hard as he used to, but he knows what he's seeing. You know, he's, you know, was a great quarterback and uh, and he he knows what he's watching and he can tell you there's something different going on out here. And I think it was him telling us that, uh, you know, if, did he do the game when they beat San Francisco? I think, did he, was he doing No, that was game? Monday night. That was Aikman. I mean, Aikman's had some good observations the, the two times. Yeah, it might have been Aikman. I don't know. But uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, this is a guy's an interesting guy. And I think basically it doesn't hurt him to, he wants to be a coach next year, you know, a head coach. And it doesn't hurt him to, uh, you know, not be, He's the guy that's suing the NFL. Instead, he's the guy that invented a defense to take the Vikings from one of the worst defensive teams in the league to, you know, top 10, top eight, whatever they are. So, yeah, isn't that like pretty much the top quality you would want? And other than just like, you know, keeping a locker room enthused, but can you, instead of this is my system, we're going to run my kick ass system, it's like, no, I'm going to survey the landscape of players and I will mold something that fits what they're good at, right? And I think that way too many times, I think the Vikings were smart to hire O'Connell in the sense that he's your offensive guy. You want him to, you know, want him to get the most out of your offense. And there's evidence that, uh, you know, he's not perfect. He's had some, uh, you know, he wasn't too good last week, but, uh, you know, he's been a great improvement now. And didn't they really go hire him for the same reason? To yes. make their defense better, Judd? Was it, yes. was it that why they got him? And then for a couple, three years, it looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have he didn't have the players. He didn't have a quarterback. But he, uh, you know, they, their defense definitely stepped up once he got here. So, yeah, I think it's a great asset in the coach that have him have him be smarter in wanting. They're not getting the modern NFL. They're not going to be smarter than guys on both sides of the ball, but to be smarter than everybody else in one area is a dang good quality. Don't you think? I don't know. Speaking of of that, did you uh, guys see the one we let get away last night? That's right. Jake Browning. Jake Browning was unbelievable. This guy, do you know his greatest accomplishment as a Viking was during COVID when everyone was in quarantine and he was the only guy throwing passes for a whole practice. Arm damn near fell off. Yes. Yes. And we never gave him. He never hit the field for us, did he? Did he? Must have played an exhibition game. Yeah, played preseason games. Yeah, yeah. But, but those please. extra reps on that night, it was a night <laughs> practice, right? Those extra yeah. reps got him ready for that Monday night game last night, <laughs> which he hadn't played since, right? He didn't play until Burrow got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we got to face him two weeks now. We're down there a week from uh, Saturday mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. That game got flexed to. A rotten time, right? Didn't they? Uh, didn't wasn't that game supposed to be on Sunday? Oh no, they just it was a TBD they, game they, for eight months. I didn't realize they were doing that. Now that they late in the season, they're saying we're not going to tell you fans yep. when you know if you're driving in from uh, 150 miles away, we're not going to tell you when 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 the game is uh, until we decide what TV wants to do. So, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 
I, I don't know anything about the kid except they really liked him out of Washington, right? Washington. He was, yeah, he, he started a bunch really of games good. at Washington. And yeah, he was, yeah. yeah, I mean, he wasn't like, I don't, was he, was he, he wasn't drafted, was he? He was, was undrafted, an old, but he finished yeah. like sixth in Heisman building one year. He was expected to be drafted and mm-hmm. then wasn't. Uh, so they must not have liked him when they went to the Washington yeah. Pro Day or something. I, I don't know, but uh, he was okay. You know, he was okay last night and uh, they, they end up, that's a bad loss for Jacksonville. Well, I guess it's really a bad loss when you get beat and lose your quarterback, which is, hey, Man. I got this on my mind today. I keep, what can the NFL do to stop having so many quarterbacks hurt? How about this? Don't play football. That's <laughs> the, you know, we already are protecting these guys to incredible amounts of time. And two of these have been Achilles, right? Cousins and another one taking a bad step. How are you going to prevent somebody from taking a bad step and popping an Achilles? It's, you know, it's football. Yeah. It's the most brutal game man has ever invented, except gladiators or whatever, you know, ever since Russell Crowe and the guy were fighting to the death. This is the most brutal game ever. And you now got them playing 17 games. and. A guy standing, a quarterback who's on a, you know, Browning got hurt. What? He got hit the first week. He got hit like nine, ten times. Didn't he get sacked nine times or something? And he, and not Browning, I mean, oh, uh, Burrow. Burrow. And, you know, he got the hell beat out of him. And now he's gone and Jake Browning's played. But it's it just proves you got to have a second quarterback. But you can't afford to have one. So it's, uh, yeah, well, but even like, I guess, in terms of the way that the rules are set up now, some of these second, third, the fact that Browning can come in or Dobbs can come in for a couple weeks and throw for a bunch of yards and put up 30 points, you know, I, it, the the backup quarterback play we're seeing is actually Tommy DeVito a couple weeks ago had like 300 yards passing in a game, you know? <laughs> yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, everybody's talking about, have we had, will have we ever had this many quarterbacks hurt? Yes, we probably have. I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look, but uh, but uh, I don't even know where I'd look. But uh, go look at the eighties, probably is yeah, where you'd yeah, start. Right? It's, uh, you know, it's football. We're going to get hurt. This game is as I yep. I've been saying three state straight prime time games that I watched parts of anyway. They told me that the hospital was reporting that the guy had movement in all of his limbs when they took him away by ambulance. It's football. You know, he's going to be able to walk. Hooray. No, it's, uh, it's, you know, that's the way the game is. That's, you know, that's why we love it, I guess, because it's so violent, but uh, you got faster guys, not necessarily bigger, but the fact is, they used to weigh 280, but they were two steps slower. Now they might weigh. Now a linebacker might weigh 235, but he's coming 100 miles an hour when he smacks India. So it's, with uh, no body fat, too. Yeah, like that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, Daniel Hunter would kill any four of us if he accidentally bumped into us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an <laughs> absolute rock. They all are, you know. And it's uh, now they can't have them at the facility year round, but. These guys, 
all get their own trainer back home and wherever the hell they are. And they go every morning and work out. And the guy says, Hey, you're up to 237. You're supposed to be 235. Okay. I'll, you know, lift more. So, uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's a violent, vicious game and quarterbacks are going to get hurt because they're on the field half the game and they're passing a third of the, you know, a, a third of the game, they're throwing a pass and with a chance to get hit or a run. Or, now Mahomes, everybody's saying, I, I looked at that again. It wasn't, uh, he wasn't off the field, so that shouldn't have been a roughing penalty. Correct. But the guy damn near killed him. <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, no matter whether it was a roughing penalty or not, it looked like the guy had, mugged him in an alley you know it was uh it was the guy was Mahomes is running as fast as he can to try to get to the stick and this guy's coming up the field and blows him up so uh I think that might have been a bad call but the worst call was I I looked at again that pass interference was unbelievable that was really bad yeah or uh, Marquez then they might have saved Marquez from a bad drop too, too. So that probably was, in retrospect yeah. it was Probably broke even for him. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, it's uh, yeah, it, it, it I, I don't think uh, I don't think uh, we'll get any information on who the Vikings' starting quarterback is until about Saturday. Do you think? Are they going to do that, or do you think? Do you think on Wednesday Kevin O'Connell comes out and says Josh Dobbs, or I, I, do you think they'll I play would, it? Do you think they'll play it up to up to close to game time? I bet they haven't made up their mind. You know, I, I wonder if they made up their mind. What do you think? I would think they have to enter Wednesday with somebody yeah. taking all the reps, right? Yes. I heard rumblings they're going to announce it on Wednesday. Oh, really? Okay. okay. Well, if you're gonna, if it's going to be Mullins, you might as well break the news Wednesday, right? You might as well. Get people to mentally process it for a few yeah, days. Let, let Josh uh, get and Josh will give you a couple of good quotes. He's appreciated the opportunity, and he'll be ready and all that good stuff. That dead guy's smart. So. Don't you think he? Don't you think that that after sort of that was a terrible game that he played last week? But yes, don't don't you think that after sitting on it for a week, Jefferson's coming back? That they say, all right, let's give him one more let's, game with Justin yeah. Jefferson. I think you're making a good point. I think sixty percent, but I don't know. They the, the other theory I hear from some of the guys who are more wired in out there like Lieber and those guys is if Mullins was your, if Mullins was your backup before he got hurt and your core starter got hurt, Mullins should be your, you know, the, so I don't know if they're grabbing that out of thin air or they're being tipped off that that's the way they're mm-hmm. going to go. I don't know. They, you could, you could, you know that Kevin O'Connell, didn't uh, spend the week in Hawaii with the wife or something and that he was out there. I hope not. This, contemplating this all last week. So, yep. Kirk Cousins spent the week in some remote yes, location yes. in the Bahamas. He, he, cr- he crawled into the ocean just to be able to get in the ocean. Was that before he did his half hour interview with the fanatical right wing <laughs> anti gay? Oh. Uh, uh, church that he Boy, uh, I put that one on a tee for you, didn't I? <laughs> and oh, now yeah. it's time. And now it's time for a break. Yes. Yes. Uh, wow. What a beauty. Anyway, uh, I don't think people think that there's a possibility he's coming back here next year and he's saying, I want to. I don't think there is. Do you? I don't well, think unless, he, unless he's going to take 22 million. I think it all depends on his price. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's the price point. 
I yeah. really do. I mean, if he takes low 20s, yeah, probably. But if he wants 35 again or whatever. The question I, now, the yeah. question now, Pat, is, is this. Daniil Hunter has played so well. I yes. don't see how you don't do your damnedest to, to sign him. Six months ago, I, I would have said he can walk as well. But, like, <laughs> if I have to choose, Hunter's been unbelievable. He is. Now, it's kind of a combo thing, so it's not straight lineman, but – this this franchise is best position ever has probably been wide receiver, but the second has been defensive line, right? I mean, we've had unbelievable number of legends. This guy's one of them. When he's playing like this, he's a he's he's unbelievable because he's you know it used to be I'm gonna sack the quarterback, right? Now he's making plays all over the place. You know, he's he's making more plays than he's ever made, and I think Flores has probably came in and said. I got this weapon. I'm going to use it. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to just have him. You know, chase chase a guy down the field, try to cover him like we did last year a few times. And poor Ed, where did Ed Donatel end up? Is he consulting somewhere? Yeah. A couch, he... I think. Team couch. <laughs> let's let's look it up. Here. Team couch and chips, Pat, and salsa uh-huh. too, as well. Uh, somebody will give a job as a consultant. He's got to be. I mean, I according think, I to Wikipedia, he does not have a job right now. I don't think you have a job. <laughs> like you got to be bring something to the table to consult. Oh yes. man, I don't mean yes. to like make. I don't mean to rip on the whole family, but his son is the defensive passing game coordinator for the Chargers too. That is. Oh really? And he was By here last way, year. They won a game six all last weekend. Right? That is true. They did put the clamps on Bill Belichick's big, office. Was it a big thunderstorm or something? What the hell was going on? Patriots well, do have a good defense. Suck. I mean, their defense the is good, but yeah. They but also these. Are they, you know, is Belichick going to go away quietly? As Kraft doesn't have any guts. People are thinking Kraft's going to fire him. They can't fire him for goodness' sake. You can't he bring him back. He can't be their coach next year, though, no, right? No, no. I mean, I don't think for his own mental health, it, he can be their coach next year. And, uh, uh, you know, they don't, they're not anywhere. They're going to get one of the three quarterbacks, right? One of the three or four quarterbacks, because they're going to be yeah. top five in the draft. They've only won two. Two. You know, well, their problem nine, is two, with ten. him, their defense is still good enough that they have a chance to win another game or two. So uh, they, they should maybe tell him to relax here. Our goal is to finish 2-15 and 15 here. Yeah, but he, and, and he, it should be to his benefit too, right? Because he currently runs the front office. So yeah, wouldn't his he... personnel decisions have been horrible. I think that's been worse than his coaching. His personnel decisions have been the thing that's been killing the Patriots. It's not necessarily his coaching. Find that guy that only he worked out yeah. or that he worked we came down and had a private workout with, and they found all those guys, and they aren't finding them anymore. So, yeah, when's the last time they had like an actual threat of a wide receiver? I mean, even at, yes. since since Gronk was you know in his Edelman. prime as a tight end. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the is, when the dynasty started, they didn't need him. Well, they, Troy Brown. Hey, he's a defensive back. Let's make him one of our <laughs> ace receivers, and we'll let him play defense too. They, I remember him winning a game in Pittsburgh. I was at, and, uh, and the wide receivers couldn't have started for the Gophers, you know. And they ended up, uh, you know, Brady was so good, and he was so good, and uh, they just knew what they wanted to do, and uh, and they never really had to pay the big money to the wide receivers. So, so. Anyway, I think I feel like we say this once a month too, but the Thursday night football game this week has a chance to be legendarily bad. 
So it's Patriots and Steelers, and Pickett is injured. So it's Mitch Trubisky versus Bailey Zappi. And the (laughs) over-under in this game is 30.5. It's one of really? it's, it's one of the lower lower unders over under. No, yeah. hilarious. Bring in the punter well, from the Hawkeyes. He can punt for both teams. It'll be great television. So, fellas, I'm contemplating uh, something for the middle of this week. Where I know where Judd stands on this. Where Phil, compared to ten years ago, is your interest in college basketball not just based on the Gophers being bad mm-hmm. as a generality? My only interest in college basketball 10 years ago was to prep for the Richard Patino radio show that I hosted. Okay. All right. So, so it was it was low me. 10 years ago. I haven't watched unless I'm like walking through an airport and it's on yes. the TV at the bar as I'm passing by gate 5 C5. I watch zero college basketball. Yeah, well last year's final four, God love it. I'd love to see Brian Dutcher go. Nice guy. Jim can go down there and watch him. That final you got a fifth place team in the Big East that sails through the the competition. I don't know if anybody got drafted. It's uh, I'm I'm just I, I it just occurred to me about a week ago is I can't stand watching this stuff because they're yeah. and then I get all the morons saying I'd rather watch this than the no defense NBA. Guess what? It's easy to look like you're good defensively when they can't make shots. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're not playing clamps defense in the no, Pac-12. No. Like, what are you talking about? No, it's uh, it is nothing in my long uh, sticking or has has faded from my. I mean, college basketball in the seventies and eighties. You know, Barrero and I were teammates, right? He went to the Super Bowl. I went to the World Series, but we used to fight over who went to the Final Four. Now I wouldn't care. You know, it's uh, here's the other crazy thing, Pat. Like in terms of just the the college basketball's relevance as a feeder system. So last year's NBA draft, the top seven picks, which are basically like the seven most relevant players, and then maybe there's five others at some point, right? How many they, Europeans? <laughs> they, went, they went to school. Victor Wembanyama uh, played for the uh, the French professional yeah. team, the Metropolitans. Brandon Miller was from Alabama. Then you had G League Ignite. You yeah. had, let's see here, uh, Overtime Elite. Overtime Elite. Yes. Ar- uh, Anthony Black was from Arkansas. And then you had another from uh, the French professional yes. league. So well, of the I top seven that. picks, only two of them were from college. Well, the best players in the league are Jokic and Giannis, and we never saw them on a college basketball court here, you know, the, the yeah. last several MVPs. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's true. I mean, because it used to be so great, you know, and now it's, uh, who, who cares? Nobody, you know, okay, you get Jalen's. If we would have only gotten Jalen Suggs, then we could add him for one year. What? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah that's true. You know what's crazy too? It's becoming, you know, how for years and years we've kind of made fun of like the baseball draft is held, you know, on MLB Network and they try to make it a thing, but it's like no one's ever heard of the players. Yes. The NBA draft is much more in terms of just like how many of these players are household mainstream names. It's much closer to that now than where it was 30 years ago. Yeah, nobody puts, nobody. You never see a super team at super team anymore because well, Gonzaga was thirty-one and zero, you know. But uh, it, because 
they're not going to stay. They're going to be gone in two years minimum and usually one. So it's yeah. uh, it's it's not just the fact that the Gophers aren't real good right now. It's the fact that college basketball, big time college, you know how many teams there are? 361. It's what, hilarious. What were there, Pat? 361. What, what were, like in 85? What's your estimation? 180, 190, something okay. like that. But, you know, they they were all schools you heard of now. 300. In other words, if you're one of the big leagues, 80, you know, if you're one of the 80 in the major conferences counting the Big East, you have 280 mutts that you can bring in and pay money to to tell your fans to come and watch them. And who cares? That Ohio State game, if anybody watched it, there was no noise in that building. And it used to be wild in there. You know, they, they went 5-15 and 15 last year. So Boy, I'm at the bottom of the RPI rankings right now, and it is a... It is a mess of directional schools, man. Coastal Carolina, Eastern Kentucky, Charleston Southern, Coppin State, Central Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just—I uh, don't know. It's uh, you know, but hey, we got Nebraska coming in for the home Big Ten opener Wednesday, and I watched a little of them over the weekend, and they stink. So, <laughs> so uh, Hoiberg, right? Yeah, Hoiberg, and if you. There's no excuse for losing this Big Ten home opener to Nebraska. You're going to have to go out there and really play rotten to lose them. They yeah. Gophers are capable of that, though, Pat. Oh, yes, Gophers they. are very capable of playing Yes, rotten. they are. All right, Pat, we got to run to a scoop session with our guy Doogie here, but we will uh, catch you again later this week. All right, gentlemen. See you. All right, there he is. Royce Unchained here, presented by our friends at Summit Orthopedics. If you're dealing with some pain, now maybe you sprained your ankle playing football last night and you need some help. Uh, maybe you're dealing with some back pain. No referrals are needed at Summit Orthopedics. They offer same-day appointments. If you're really hurting, they also offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 a.m. 25 locations in the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com.